0: Hello and welcome to episode 81 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. I hope this podcast finds you well as always. Dexterity Box and Punk Chef 41 bring you the Talking Wednesday podcast. Not as always anymore, but as uh, as usual would be this week. Yes. <laughs> it, it It is us two. So uh, how's your week starting, been, my friend?
1: Starting to get back to normal routine again, isn't it? A little uh, bit, yeah. 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 This, this week's been good. I've been figuring some things out uh, mental health-wise and not been great. Doctors tomorrow, but I'll get it all sorted. It's fine. Uh, but I think it's just a mixture. This week has been that kind of like, you know, we sit down and you stupidly... Spend too much time in your own head with your own thoughts and you overthink mm-hmm. everything. So, I've, I've been <laughs> doing that this week and it's been uh, a little bit of a mind f. It's not been fun. So, having to deal with that, luckily I've got Little and back at back in school, start school next week. So, I get a week to just do things and be happy. <laughs> she's done my head in. She really has. <laughs> I love her to death, but she's done my head in. You but chose that, to have a child. Just I know saying. I chose to have a child. It, Hey, when you have kids, you'll love it. I don't like and Keegan. You sound like you Donnie. love it,
0: don't you? I can't I wait do, for it to go back I do, to school.
1: I do, I do, I do love it to death, but you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been interesting one. I've got something planned for next year. Fingers crossed they all go. You know what they are, uh, which mm-hmm. will be good. Uh, but yeah, it's been good. How's your week been? I got ill again. I'm I'm kind of concerned
0: about my health at the minute. I keep getting ill.
1: Your immune system needs some work, buddy.
0: It's always been crap. I got glandular fever when I was like 17 and then ever since then it's been awful. But I don't know. I think the couple of bouts of COVID have properly kicked it out of me. And I just... Yeah. I've just been getting ill. Like, last night was the first night I've had a decent night sleeping, feel alive enough today to actually... I don't know. I don't know what's going on with me at the minute. I'm... I'm looking after myself to an extent, but I don't know. I'm not even as busy as I usually am. I'm about to be as of next week. So that's going to be fantastic. I was speaking to someone that says you're probably literally just burning yourself out and running yourself on that. Uh, You know, there's like that. It's not adrenaline, so to speak, but there is like a, there's something that's produced chemically when you're sort of like overly stressed and you're working really hard. And then as soon as you relax, it just, it goes and you you get really ill. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I um I am just getting ill all the time. So hopefully that's not it, gonna be a thing that affects me too much headache. longer. <laughs> it is, yeah. Cause I'm I can not be productive, but I also can't relax. Mm. When you're ill on your relaxation days, that's really quite frustrating. Cause you get yeah. yourself better to just go and work yourself again. Do you know what I mean? But anyway.
1: Not
0: fun. Anyway, it's not it's not a moment that it's just an observation. So Yeah. <laughs> uh been a, bit, been a bit poorly this week, but yeah, Um got some things to do. Got some work stuff on later in the week um, as it all picks up properly. So, I don't Can know. Can I
1: just have something here for the dick as well? Can we start having random topics again?
0: Yeah. For this bit, yeah. please, because it helps. Yeah. It does. It helps uh, us, like have something a bit... Spicier at the start of the yeah. podcast, yeah. Uh, to be honest, there's part part of it there. I need to start putting the threads back out and stuff. We've got a whole plan from like September onwards. Yes,
1: yeah,
0: we have. Uh, when when Jake's Jake's uh, no longer got child around constantly, we will start yeah. putting a, a bit of a. We'll go on the school calendar, shall we, Jake? And we'll uh, yes. from September onwards, we'll uh, we'll start putting some plans back in action. But yeah, yep, yeah. No, other than that, um, it's been. Decent. When did we last podcast? Was it eighth. Thursday?
1: It's the eighth. If you look at your Discord, it'll tell you what time we spoke because it's got an indication of when we had calls. When did we do it?
0: The eighth of the twenty fourth. The uh, twenty
1: fourth of the eighth. Cause it's American. I was going to say you're reading it. That's oh. today. That day even. Eighteenth uh, of the eighth. Jesus Christ. No, it would have been
0: the twenty fourth. No, it
1: would be the twenty fourth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it was Thursday. Never I mind. Yeah. Yeah. But now we're back on our on our Monday schedule, which is which is good. But yeah, I don't. What did I do for the weekend? Oh no, obviously you went to a football game. Yeah, obviously you go you go to the match. That kind of like just becomes the norm though, so you forget that you go to the match. Uh, Sunday. Oh yeah, Sunday was yesterday. I went to see my sister because we kind of. I was working through her birthday. She came back, but I was Mm. I was massively overworked, so it was like, oh hi, I'm sort of hi. I'm sort of stressed. I yeah. can't really do it, so we we chose a day to go and celebrate her birthday properly, and we did that yesterday. So that That's was cool. that was nice. Um, but yeah, I didn't feel amazing when we were doing it, so I sort of like just I just all myself up and went, yeah, let's go. Um, but yeah, it's that was that was nice. And then today, just getting a lot of life admin done.
1: Yeah,
0: trying to sort out travel and cars and.
1: Hashtag travel,
0: hashtag car. <laughs> indeed, indeed. But uh, that's all the boring life admin stuff out the way. You had anything uh, interesting? Um, since, since I last spoke to you on Thursday?
1: Apart <laughs> from I had a massive uh, complete computer crash. Uh, it just died and I had to take it apart and I got a free computer case as well off someone. So I'm going to be remaking that up, which will be nice. Uh, like. My uncle, he lives He lives near Studentville, where he lives. And uh, this bloke always come around and goes, what do you think this is? I don't know what it is. And they thought it was a DVD uh, video cassette holder. And I just opened his boot and went, what's this? I went, that's a PC case. That's mine. Yoink.
0: <laughs> that's theft. But yeah, OK. Um very <laughs> oh, nice. I don't Reggie
1: do PC. Like, I know you don't. You're fully console.
0: I'm not fully console, I've got a gaming laptop, but um, okay. I don't understand why when you're PC gaming, things just crash.
1: <laughs> you just want it to work, don't you, mate?
0: Yes, You play. it's like, I'll play something through Games Pass on the PC, and it'll just crash, and I'm like, <laughs> I play the same game on the console, and it doesn't crash, and technically, my, my laptop's probably a little bit more powerful than quite a lot yeah. of consoles, but it just crashes...
1: My issue with doing PC gaming—it's an issue that's up for a while. It's the same reason why I use Mac to do my editing. I get so frustrated with PCs—just random drivers not working and dying, and then having yeah. to find different drivers to work for things. As much as using a Mac, it's kind of a—it's a fancy way of editing if you know how to use a Mac, and it's like people use it for the it—the brand. If you can edit on a PC, do so. It's a lot cheaper going down the line because you can replace parts and stuff. Mm. If it goes wrong, you can refix it. But at the same time, if you have to go and do, uh, say, say you're on Adobe, it's like 50 quid for the 50 quid a month. Yeah, I can pay 300 and get Final Cut and I'm done.
0: Yeah, well, it's like I'm not, I've not got my Mac with me. So I edit everything on Apple software. I really like Apple software. I like Logic. I like Final Cut. I'm really, really quick with those tool stations. I hate using Adobe stuff. But a lot of the industry has just sort of like got themselves into using Adobe. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. I find I can be more creative with plugins for the Apple stuff. And it just, Mm. it works better. And I always find it a lot more streamlined and I can make better content. It's like today, I've got to edit on PC, which I hate. So this podcast has got to be edited on PC. So nothing fancy gets done to it. It just literally goes in and bounces. Yeah. Which is... I do need to invest in a MacBook because I've got an iMac station that I use everything for. Mm. I do need to get a MacBook because I could do all my work on the fly. But they're so expensive. You know, and that's the issue.
1: Yeah. Because you want something worth to, what you do.
0: To yeah, to get what I need it to do, it would be a couple of grand. And it's one of those yeah. where it's probably gonna need to be done at some point. Could could you but not? I don't like it. Um,
1: Could you not also just get like a Mac Mini and just carry it with you, and then just plug it into the
0: monitor? No, no,
1: because
0: if you do that, you need to take a keyboard and a mouse with you. Yeah, yeah,
1: true, true,
0: true. I used you to, can... I used to do, I still sometimes do that, right? Because if we're recording drums, I'll take a Mac Mini to a rehearsal studio, and because I've got some drum mics, and I will literally yeah. plug my Mac Mini into my audio interface, um, because I've got. I've got a 12 track, I believe. I believe it's a 12 because I wanted four extra ports on it. Um, and we plug straight into that and I will take my Mac Mini and my Mac Mini will go in there and I'll set up like a little station and it's a cheaper way than me buying studio time to get drums yeah. done.
1: Yeah, makes sense. But
0: um, it's, it's very impractical. It would be so much easier to just take a MacBook and plug the audio interface straight into that. Yeah. You know?
1: Take a MacBook the, and a dongle and you're sorted.
0: Or being able to edit this to the same quality I can edit it when I'm at home. Mm. Or even when I'm, like, you know, redoing the graphics or redoing the... Yeah. Because, uh, I because yeah. obviously, I actually can't do any graphic work, you know, when I'm making, like, the intros and stuff because I can't use motion when I'm... Mm. So...
1: I'm learning motion at the moment and I'm getting very frustrated with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, you can do a lot with it. You've just got to be... Again, it's a tool, isn't it? And a tool's only yeah. as good as you get with it. So, yeah. Anyway, that's enough. Let's get into the actual podcast show. Yeah, we? let's go for it. Let's not talk a load of crap at the start of this one. So, I know some people just tune in for that. I'm aware. Yeah. Appreciate <laughs> it. There's some grumpy people that wish we'd not talk. I'm about I'm gonna let you take football. the lead
1: on this one because it... no, do you wanna? No, no, we're normal? not breaking tradition. We're not breaking tradition. So, it's just because just because I vlogged it. Yeah, make, because it's one of those things where people go, "Oh, because I asked people. People have been messaging me going, oh, are they going to take the lead on because you vlogged it?' Like, I get know, a vlog from me, perfect. Well, you otherwise the I right just do one it. To vlog, I, though. I do it because,
0: every I do it every because the thing is, I'm I go to matches anyway. So yeah, it's but like, you, but the yeah, podcast but still goes had, in the same we've had format, it, we've had I just don't be, vlog We've everything. had it
1: before, we've had it before where we've met each other and I'll say, oh, that would have been a good vlog for you that what which we've been to. And then we've done one where it wasn't great and then you got the right one to vlog this time.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> usually, usually it's because I decided to do a vlog early on this year because yeah. usually I'm just, I kind of just want to sit and enjoy it. Yeah. That's, that's what I've said all the time. Shall we because talk usually, about it then? Usually I'm knackered, but yes, let's talk about Forest Green. Let's talk about Forest Green in the same tradition we always would do. If you would like to see my live reaction to everything, go and look at the vlog on the Dexterity Box channel because yes. I did vlog this one. And what a video! What a what a day to actually vlog the match. Very it was cool, a good so. one. But yes, carry on, Jake.
1: We really came out of the trap strong. We really did. They didn't offer much, and. The nice thing about this game was that we're going into it with a little bit of confidence. And we did, I did beat some Winter fans that were like, oh, if Forrest Green, they, we'll probably turn them over. Or if Forest Green, we're going to get done over because that's what happens. That was last year's mentality when we came across the team. But Jesus Christ, we started well, didn't we? Like, Palmer should have had two goals in this game. Just saying, he should have had two goals and upped his tally. Because that shot was very good. And the fact he's getting forward, and again, we spoke about it last week. How good is Liam Palmer getting? He's like getting better with age. He's just a really good player to be in this squad. And I think we're very thankful to have a player like him. And one of the things that I want to say here, I know I've criticised him in the past because I've had a stupid comment about him. No one gives Josh Windath any credit for his vision and his passing. That path and that vision to know where Barry Bannon was was superb. Like they put a, something up today where you see it.
0: Yeah, the actual there, ball. And th- this match felt weird in a lot of, uh, in a lot of aspects because some of the goals, the other rebounds that go in, I'm kind of mm. like when those happen, it just seemed to. This is really bad to say because I'm not trying to disrespect the club here, but it seemed too easy that they were goals. Yeah, you know, I'm looking for a flag or something. It's like I remember when when ba- when Bannon's goal went in, I was like, "Where's the flag?" Or when because we had a couple of rebound goals in this match, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, the flag's got it." We've scored way too easily there. How's that happened?
1: Mm.
0: It's just you're waiting Karen for that flag to go up,
1: and yeah. Then then you get Palmer's goal. Now Palmer again. It's like it's a little bit like Jack Hunt last season, where they both got two in two kind of thing. And I love the fact that he went to celebrate with Hunt. Now, people go with this whole thing, they're at competition for places. I don't see that competition for places here. I think Wendy, as a group, have got it that whoever's in is good for the team. It's what Darren wants in the squad, if that makes sense. I don't see that there's a competition or like, um, you know, like you hear about some club where they get annoyed because a player's starting ahead of them or they think they're better. I don't think there's that ego or mentality in it. And then Lee Gregory to get that goal as well and get him off the mark for a season was superb. And... It's just it, it, well, it wasn't Lee Gregory. It actually was an own goal in the end, wasn't it? Did it get?: yeah, I didn't know goal? this until
0: after I didn't know this until after the fact. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: but at the same time, it, we played some really good football, like really good football, and it did tail off near the end because job was done. But Wilk coming on, Wilkes looked really good. and if that goal had gone in at the end, that would have been a one way to have your debut. I don't know how you feel. Beat.
0: Yeah, I I Beat think it all. was a very it's a very different experience because um I was excited to see Wilkes come on and I wanted to see more from him there, obviously. And I I know he really you could see he was eager, he's running for everything, he needs to keep that up until it's not about getting a goal on your debut, it's about keeping that intensity that he showed there, and he showed flashes of quality when he came on. Obviously wanted the selfish dig at the end when he went for the shot. I understand it, Do you know what I mean? We we already plenty of goals. I actually heard someone walking out of the ground go, Oh that uh, Malik Wilkes looks so selfish taking a shot there. I was like, what do you want, mate? He's on his debut. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, yeah. Wednesday fans, they never cease to amaze me when I'm hearing the conversations walking out. But um, he, I think it was weirdly, by the time it got through the second half, you don't usually get the adrenaline of a Wednesday match where you're like, oh, how are we going to mess this up? We were coasting it so easily. It actually got boring, which is fantastic. Mm. You know? The fact that you can sit there going, oh, this is a bit boring now. We've battered these. Yeah. You know, I'm just I'm just sat watching the rest of It's a very odd feeling to have when you're watching Sheffield Wednesday, but enjoyable. So.
1: And the, as Joe Crand pointed out, Dominic offer was at his best that game. Well, I, even, I know get...
0: Joe, Joe's put all the stats in there, but the one thing that you can just tell from looking at him, you don't even need to look at his stats to know how assured he has looked on the ball. He's confident back. Yeah, the way he you was running like out of the defense like he used to you mm-hmm. know and and taking it forward and there's a trust in that defense coming back you know um some of the stats that he, uh Joe was talking about he's talking about he had more th- he had the most touches 79 um and more possession 7.4% than any other player on the pitch this is in the forest green game he's won 100% of his aerials 100% of his tackles and has a 93 pass completion rate um they're they're great stats. For me, it was yeah. just the confidence on the ball and the fact that he was coming out of that defence and linking things up and making things happen. Uh, he's kind of that player who would run to the other side, the opposition's box, and give it yeah. a go. You know, yeah. Um, and he just needs the confidence back there. And yeah, he's looking he's looking a lot more composed on the ball. So long may that compi- continue because he he was he was dipping a little bit. So it'll it look to see like it come he back. got
1: confident back. Uh, and it gotta be half when you've had that injury layoff like him and Windath had trying to figure out if you're gonna have that fart back. And the fact that he Fart's starting to come back and starting to look like the Ayolfers old is fantastic. Can I
0: also say what a signing Mark McGuinness might be? Because he's that mm. understated centre back that just comes in and does the job. Yeah. You know, he looks he doesn't look like a weak link at all. He just looks like Do you know that kind of player that's just on the pitch and you don't really notice them, but they're doing their job? Yeah. And that's the best compliment I could pay, because, like, he's just doing his job. You're not worried about any player. He's just, he's he's solidly doing his role, and that's fantastic. Oh, God. I think, uh... oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I believe a nephew is downstairs whacking on a drum kit. It oh, hey, no. shouldn't pick up on the podcast, but we'll see. Um,
1: I got some sort of annoying drilling there, but it shouldn't pick up on either.
0: It's all right. We'll keep the podcast rolling. Keep talking. I'm just going to send a quick message going, yeah. can you just please make sure nobody's on the drum it's, kit while I'm doing the podcast, please?
1: It's going to be very interesting what when they do in the next couple of days as well, because what, I think Tramp Fair winner shut Thursday and there's not much more I think we need. I think we're pretty much there or thereabouts. And, mm. and much of people go, like, oh, it's only Forest Green, you only beat you but you can only beat what's in front of you. Yeah. Forest Green had actually started okay this considering they come up on league two last season. They just
0: didn't like they had a plan on the pitch. You know, the yeah. fans were hilarious. Like the, mm. the I love, I love it when fans are getting that when the team's getting that battered that the fans cheer when they even have a like a get a corner the yeah. The eruption that they went up when they got a corner and stuff. I find that I find that funny, but um, yeah, they they just didn't look like they had any clue on the pitch whatsoever how to deal with it. You know, and we were we were just dancing circles around them, which is I don't want to see them go down. You know, I don't. I want to no. see them actually have a good season. So hopefully this is just a blip in the road for them. They're gonna come across tough teams like that we just got to make sure we can put those sort of performances in. Because I don't, weirdly, I said in the vlog afterwards that was Sheffield Wednesday at their best. Yeah, some of our attacking play was, yeah. Mm. But I don't even actually do, I probably don't even feel like we had to get to the the highest standards that we sometimes have to show because we were finding it a little bit too easy. Yeah. So, which I will take all day, you know. It, the, also, so, a special
1: mention for Backinson. He's looking like a quality signing.
0: Yeah, Um. Very good. I love our midfield at the minute. Our midfield Mm -hmm. looks fantastic. Let's do the uh, League One review and the roundup for the uh, week anyway. So Accrington Stanley played Exeter City. That ended nil-nil. Plymouth beat uh, Bolton. Plymouth were at home. They beat them 2-0. Bit of an action-packed one at Cambridge United against Burton. That was 4-3 with a Burton red card. Red cards again at Cheltenham and Oxford. Oxford uh, beat them 2-1 away from home.
1: Red card again.
0: Red card again for Peter Braheer. Um, 2-1 Derby there. Derby winning at home. Obviously, Wednesday beat Forest Green 5-0. Portsmouth winning on the road at Port Vale 1-0. Bristol Rovers and Shrewsby were 1-0. And then we've got MK Dons away from home at Morecambe beating them 4-0. So, MK Dons... Trying to trying to get that form back, um, trying to get the results on the board. Ipswich Town and Barnsley ended in a two-all. We're the same with Lincoln City and Fleetwood, and then Wickham Charlton ended one-all. So a few draws to round out there. Um, yeah, it's it's still quite open in this league. You know, Wednesday yeah. are up, Wednesday are up there now. We are with third, I believe.
1: Yes, I think we are. And MK Dons might be looking over the shoulder a little bit. The talk. If they go for it, but they're taught that Sunderland may poach uh, their manager, because it's all gone a bit wrong again.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's well, yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. Actually, it's not in the do- document, but that's a bit of a weird one. So yeah, Wednesday are third with 13 points. That's one point off top Portsmouth and Ipswich, which are joint top with 14. Um, first and second, obviously, with the goal. There's only a goal. They've got the exact same goal difference. It's just yep. Portsmouth has scored one more goal. Yeah. So. Uh, annoying, it? Yeah. Portsmouth and Ipswich literally. I, I've said it about Portsmouth this season, Anna. you got to watch yep. them. you got to watch the them. The
1: thing is, but they are a team that dart off well and then dip. So yeah. just see what happens.
0: Um. So the the top six currently is Portsmouth, Ipswich, Wednesday, Peterborough, Plymouth, and Derby. So. Mm. And there's only three points between that top six. Yep. In the first six games, it, you don't really look at the table at this stage, but it is definitely where we want to see Wednesday in and around for the uh, rest of the season. So keep it going, Wednesday. I'm, yep. I'm optimistic thus far. Yeah, let's talk about that. Actually, before we get into the Wednesday news, let's talk about that. Um, Alex Neal
1: going to Stoke uh, it sounds
0: an, from it Sunderland. Sounds a mess.
1: It sounds an absolute mess. It's. He apparently he criticised with lack of signing or lacking not wanting the signing that he want, but they have got like the third most bent this season. Uh, the Netflix people are in the door at the moment at Sunderland. That could have been an issue. You might not wanted to sign off on that, but look at where they are. It's like it's weird.
0: Sunderland, I just I don't see Stoke as an upgrade on Sunderland. No. I, d- I don't, you know. I it's don't. a we- it's a weird one for me. So there must be something more behind the scenes there.
1: And it- I can understand why they're so angry, Sunderland fans. Yeah. It, it feels very much the same when we had it with D. Bruce.
0: That was a bit worse.
1: It I was still a think bit the worse, w- but-
0: I still think the way Bruce went was ridiculous. Because Is- Bruce, Bruce yeah, I- left us in the absolute mud.
1: Mm. But. Also with Sunderland, I think they were talking about sorting out a contract or something of that nature. Well, they, no, they offered him yet. an improved
0: contract when he yeah. when he said he wanted to leave. They offered him an improved contract, tried to keep him. So he's a. It's a weird one. That one. It's a. do Sunderland. Sideways can step be good, to, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a very sideways step to go to to Stoke because yeah. arguably. <laughs> can he arguably, do it on a Tuesday
1: night at Stoke? Uh, arguably, a Sunderlander a beer club than Stoke. Well like the comment decide. Yeah.
0: You decide that in the comments. Um Okay. Into the news this week. Silla So leaves Wednesday. There's more to this, but we'll talk <laughs> about it in a second. So this is from the Wednesday website. Quote Al's forward Silla So has joined Dutch side de Graafschap on a permanent transfer for an undisclosed fee. The 26-year-old moved to Hillsborough in August 2021 and has made 23 appearances in all competitions for Wednesday. The striker has scored five goals for the club in total, including one in our 2-0 Carabao Cup first-round victory over Sunderland earlier this month. The Dutchman will move back to his native land to represent de Graf Schaap, who ply their trade in the uh, second division of the Dutch League. We would like to thank... Silla for his services and wish him all the best for the next stage of his career. Now, (laughs) end quote, now, apparently, (laughs) apparently he's not going there even though both clubs have announced it and the star are saying that he's actually going to go ahead Eagles. We're not going to read the star article uh, because we've also heard a bit about this. So, What's been heard is (laughs) it's the situation where the club accepted both offers, right? Yeah. And the players decided to make the switch. That's what it's looking like at the minute, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's seen in like Monday, he turned around to the chat and gone, look, I'm actually going to this club. They are in the Avizi, so their version of the Premier League. So they are the higher club. I get that. But it seems a little bit, misguided from did to turn around and say on the website he's agreed it going here it but then if you look at the actual the graph chat, chat bit it does say on on the on their website it once you translate it to a to a positive medical being packed. so we technically hadn't agreed yet we just agreed a fee by yeah. the sounds of it and we just got it right it's the usual he's left gone See you later. Like, it's very bizarre and much, it's really bizarre. And good luck to him wherever he goes. But he could put himself in a really bad situation if something doesn't go right at, say, Go Eagles. Because, say, if he, you know what I mean? Where does he go I then? Do,
0: I, I do know what you mean. It's, <laughs> he's a cult, he's a cult figure in a lot of our fan base. So, yeah. you've got, you got to be careful what you say. But like, it's, it's a lot of drama over a, play, a player who's not played a lot. Do you know what no. I mean?
1: This and should like, be a very simple tramp, There's the money there be. you can all buy.
0: <laughs> but it's, uh, it's got.
1: Do, do you think we have to put him on eBay and so we sniped with a better offer?
0: It's just one of those. It's like a FIFA transfer, isn't it? Yeah. It's like where you just accept all the club offers and you let the player make the decision because you can't be bothered. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, he's gone. He's not going to be a Wednesday player anyway, unless it all collapses, which could still be the, the thing. It could all collapse this, and he could end up having to stay at Wednesday. But it's likely he'll go to, go ahead Eagles.
1: If he if you saw Faith on the Palmer photograph, I'd hate to see Faith afterwards, (sighs) because on that Palmer photograph he did (laughs) not look happy. (laughs) That's weird, isn't it? Very weird. Um,
0: Right, let's talk about a player incoming rather than one outgoing. But yes, Silasau, thank you for your yes. uh, your time at Wednesday. Sebiters. I'm sure some people will be uh, crying about that one for quite some time. Um yep. it was quite funny because if you read the Twitter on the De Graafschap page when he left like all the Wednesday fans sort of I think they thought they were I thought they were getting I think the, the the team thought they were getting like this elite player that every Wednesday yeah. fan was like, Oh my god, he's going. They didn't realise that it was more of a cult thing rather than him actually being yeah. a world beater. And they were like, Oh my god, we've actually stolen this really good player from a team and like Sheffield went and that's that's not specifically what happened, which made it funnier. Mm. Um Right. So this broke just before the podcast. A little bit of a pause there. Sheffield Wednesday have signed Alex Mighton from Nottingham Forest. Let's read this directly from the Wednesday website. Quote, Alex Maiten joins Owls on loan. The Owls have signed Alex Maiten on a season-long loan from Premier League side Nottingham Forest. Maiten, a rapid winger, rose through the ranks at the city ground, impressing at all academy age groups. The 20-year-old went on to make his senior debut for Forest from the bench in September 2019 at the Emirates Stadium against Arsenal in the Carabao Cup. His first start came in the FA Cup following in the uh, in the following January at Stamford Bridge when the Midlanders visited Chelsea. Maiten penned a contract extension with Forrest in August 2020, keeping him at the city ground until the summer of 2025. The exciting Wideman has honours on the international stage, have, stage, having played for England at under-15 levels, all the way through to under-20s. He debuted for the under-20s in September 2021 in a 6-1 win over Romania. Maiten, who is also eligible to represent the USA as he was born in Connecticut, has posted 54 appearances for Forrest to date. Welcome to... Wednesday, Alex.
1: He will also wear the number 45 shirt.
0: Forestieri's number. Brave. Yeah. That yeah. is brave.
1: This is... I, I'm i still not 100% sure how he got this deal. Kind of thing. This has got to be the Darren Moore kind of convincing because he's a very good player. I would have thought he would have either gone to a championship club.
0: It's a very good signing. It's
1: also, but it's also one of those
0: signs. Like we don't play wingers.
1: Yes, is a formation change coming?
0: That's what everybody's saying. But is it a sort of?
1: I don't know. He he never played wing back. Apparently, when I looked it up on Transfer uh, Marketplace, he never played a wing back role. So but I then again, know. hang on, hang on. Then again, Baris do play re- a Remind
0: me, how did we start against Peterborough before Reece James got the? Did were we still playing five at the back against in that I match? Think
1: John, I think Johnson was playing as the. Because Johnson went back into being into what do you call it That's what it? I'm. Sta- we did, did we start with a four or did I don't know? Because he
0: moves the formation about and it changes his so mind so much. It could,
1: it could be that we're changing to the, a different four, formation three, at the three. back. Yeah, because then you you probably put Wilkes one side, Mike on the other, and you then have whoever in the middle.
0: I kind of like the five in some some scenarios now, but everybody is target. Even Forrest Green ineffectively targeted That's Morgan like, Johnson.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So it's been sussed. And Darren's seen that it's been sussed. So you you kind of play further forward. If we're playing a 4 3 3, this is fantastic.
1: Fantastic.
0: But then again, um, where do your players sit like, then? Bro. Do you can you even do that really? Can you put you've got Windass to think about. If you're if you're playing a f- a front three, you put yeah. you put Martin on the left. Who? Gregory in the middle Wilkes on the right, then where Maybe, does Windass yeah. fit into that? Unless Windas drops into midfield and sort of sits in the centre of that mid- then but then we've got so
1: that's it's a why, lot of good it's a lot of good options to have now, but it yeah. is also a headache at the same time.
0: Yeah. Which is fantastic. Um but if he is an out and out winger, I just the reason I'm questioning it is I doubt he's come just to sit on the bench for when we change the formation halfway through a game. Yeah. So there must it, be more to it.
1: I, I feel like they're trying to do what they did with Brennan Johnson. Like, Brennan Johnson went on loan to Lincoln City for a season and did yeah. well, and then he got into their first team. And look at where he is now. He, he was outstanding in the championship that season. Now they've got another player similar who's got went the connections. I, I believe it's his godfather, Dev Walker. So there might have been a flea in the air from him going, look, you're signing here. I don't care who else is. Say you go and you're signing here. Go. Uh hmm. so it's it's a very good bit of business and I think we're probably only one or two away now from being done.
0: And the, uh, to be honest, I think we would be done if it weren't for injuries. Yep. So yeah. I think I think that'd be a good close to the transfer window if it wasn't for injuries, but we probably, also, you're I probably always, right would be. I
1: always sign him on loan in FIFA.
0: Yeah. <laughs> At least you mentioned FIFA before I did this time. Um, we are going to get a couple of thoughts from the community on it because we we put a tweet out as this was announced as the podcast were going on. But let's have a quick look at his FIFA card because we'd already prepped it because he was linked with us. So he's a he, yep. he, This is last FIFA. I'll do a new ratings video as I always do when they come out because the beat even the beat of the ratings haven't changed. So, um, Martin is a 67 silver with 85 pace, 55 shooting, 56 passing, 73 dribbling, 27 defending, 46 physical. Decent for a career mode, especially at twenty years old. Very decent, and if you can yeah. sign him permanently, him and Wilkes, I I would try and buy him straight away and just have him and Wilkes in your team, and just see the value rise, to, and, rise and rise
1: and rise. pace, pace mer- merchants this season on FIFA.
0: Pretty much, we've got we've actually got playable players, which is fantastic because FIFA is all about pace. So the fact that they are playable in that regard is great. But yeah, um we quote tweeted and asked what some people in the community thought about it. Uh, Mac right. Wrote in and said, football manager, leg, uh, legend legend, <laughs> legend. <laughs> unreal bit of business from us. So positivity there. Um, JP wrote in and said, good signing. Let's see if he can live up to the hype. And then, uh, SWFC com, uh, said he called happy. it back in May. He's very happy. And he did call it back in May. He, did. he showed his tweet. Yep. Yeah. Um, it is a FIFA signing. It's a FIFA signing that we've actually done, though, isn't it? Yeah. So. Are you happy with this one?
1: Yeah, very. It, I think this shows a lot of credit to Darren Moore again. And the one thing we keep hearing is the manager said, said this and said, What are we going to do? I think last season we had bits of that, but you didn't hear like that from like a Theo Corbyn. He was like, Oh, I'm just happy to be here. It's like he sat down, he spoke to him. And I think. It's a player who Fox will want to monitor and see how he does, and I think they 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 use this method already in getting a player up to where they want him. So I think they're just trying to see if it tr- tried and tested, and it happens again. But absolutely cracking bit of business. Is he going to try him at wing back? I hope not.
0: I hope we're going to play wingers.
1: I want then wingers. It-
0: do we, our defense does look quite assured with the defense because if you look at our midfield, I understand why he wants to. Play. If you, if you look at that five a little bit more now, you can understand because he wants one of those centre backs to be able to run through and link with that quality in midfield and bring it all the way through midfield and have a solid, you know, have a solid spine through the team. So I can see what he's doing there. But to have options, options are what you need to turn games on the red. So
1: it's also it's also a good competition for Marvin Johnson.
0: Yeah, 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 Johnson. D- Johnson's a good player. I rate Johnson. He just needs yeah, to, so he's, he is being targeted defensively. So it's the light is going to be shone on him a lot more. So mm. we need to take that pressure off him. It, him playing, him playing uh, left wing back and being exposed there defensively. Isn't fair on him really. Cause no. he did come on leaps and bounds last season. So we need to make sure that we are, we're, we're not, we're not applying unnecessary pressure to him and making sure we're, we, we, uh, we have options for that. So it's yeah. not always, Oh, let's attack Marvin Johnson down that side. Yeah, definitely. Um, This is from The Star. Moving on from the Mighton story. Quote, Sheffield Wednesday may have to steal themselves for late Lee Gregory Gregory pursuit. Derby County keen. There were reports earlier in the summer that a host of clubs from both the Championship and League One were interested in the 34-year-old striker with his former club, Derby County, still big fans of his. The Rams are no longer under embargo after the situation regarding their ownership was sorted out last month and the star understands that they may be considering a late bid for Gregory in an attempt to bring him back to Pride Park. I'm not reading the rest of the article. This ain't happening.
1: No. I, I, this ain't happening, but the thing is, I still think they're under, under embargo. I'm, I'm sure they still can't sign him for two years.
0: I don't think they can pay fees, but then again... Yeah,
1: we, yeah but they would have to pay a fee. That's the thing. Chancery would not let Lee Gregory leave for nothing.
0: This is what I'm saying. You why are we even entertaining this? Because you wouldn't like what what are you gonna do a sell on for him?
1: Yeah, it's
0: 30, also a case of old.
1: why would we need to take him off the books? Yeah, it can't be on that much. they're well, no,
0: not even not even that though. He's scoring for us. He's our, one of our better players. It makes no sense this.
1: No. Whatsoever. It, it, if one of the ones where you look at it and you go, they 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 might want him all they like, but he ain't going. Yeah. He said he's happy. He's happy in Sheffield.
0: This will probably one be a breakout, reason. and if it actually happens, we're going to look like absolute mugs. But yeah. that's what you take when you do podcasts, you know. <laughs>
1: but the, but the, the thing. He's happy in Sheffield. He said that one of the reasons he signed him was it being back home. Yeah, kind of thing. So it's it's an odd one. I just don't see what they can offer. It's not like in like say uh, the NFL where you did do the draft. We can give you like the number one pick to go get the best college person in football in American football next season. It's not like we will want money. And the problem is they can't I don't think they can pay it.
0: We've not and let anyone go we've not let anyone go on these deals. It's all been undisclosed fees. It's all been fees for players. So I don't I, yep. I just I I agree. I don't think it'll happen. Yes we've got Smith. Yes we've got Wilkes. But technically in terms of natural strikers that are number nines, you've got Smith and Gregory. That's it. So why would you get rid of one of them? It's not like you're trying to ship one off your books, is it?
1: If anything, we probably need another, like, might and lone striker just in case.
0: Hmm. Because Smith's obviously injured. He's coming yeah. back, but he's... And Gregory's had injuries and knocks. Yeah. And he's 34. You'd you you'd possibly sell him at 34 as a payday if somebody wanted to come in and offer you, like, 800K yeah. for him. And you were like, oh, that's a bit of money for a 34-year-old. We'll take it, you know.
1: One of the Dolby best go it? But one of the best thing of going records was last
0: season. Yeah. The, I, I don't like think I, appearance it, of 17. I is can't see happening. He's happy here. Yeah. I think a lot of our players are happy here. The only one I'd be slightly concerned about would be the Delhi Bashiru thing, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh yeah. but yeah, I can't see this happening. I think Lee Gregory will remain a Wednesday player. It's promotion rival as well, technically, with Derby. So yep. it, it makes less and less sense. Especially after the season he had with last season. So I don't see him moving on, but it's football. It can happen.
1: And if it can happen in 24 hours. It also,
0: there could be part of like, I know it's been reported and stuff like that, but this could just be his agent trying to get him a new contract.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: You know, because he's obviously, he's not on the longest contract. Doesn't it expire this summer? For Gregory.
1: And also, if they wanted him to stay, they could have kept him like the season that he got on loan from Dope. They could have put a deal in. Mm. Because they weren't under any embargo then.
0: Yeah, I can't see it happening. No. This is from the Examiner Live. Sheffield Wednesday boss Darren Moore provides for Sayo Dele injury update. I'll just take the uh, key parts out of there because he was talking about him after the Forest Green game, quote, he, deli Bashiru, has got a sore hamstring and a kick on his ankle, said Moore. We will assess him Monday. Hopefully he won't be out too long. It's it's only a strain. I didn't want to risk him against Forest Green. We will let him recover and get over it. It's not just one game. We have got a multitude of games and we need everybody. Um, end quote. So yeah, there's no more uh, yeah. from Moore in this article. Well, there is a little bit. It's about Wilkes, but nothing about deli Bashiru in there. A lot of people were saying before, oh, is he, uh, is he off then? We've been hearing he's off. Is he, is he off if he's not in the squad? It was reported also before it was an injury. It was a slight knock. So I'm not, I wasn't too concerned to see him out of there. You I'd thought? rather
1: us protect him and make him... Is, what, you, what you notice is Darren Moore doesn't take risks with players' injuries. In the past, we've had managers who go, oh, we'll just take a risk and hope it pays off doesn't do that and that's because I think when he was at Everton he had a big injury himself so he you knows what it's like as a player if you don't recover right. Now the thing with Delhi and the whole contract situation and bids we know we've already turned down bids for Blackpool and they've been knocked back. Brittle City were apparently interested. When interviewed at the weekend Nigel Pearson kind of went, Oh it must be Tarif Backinson's agent getting at him. Slight dig there. Still not got over the fact that that whole situation. Which I think we're going to, this one, it, for me, if he doesn't go in this window, and I don't want him to go, like we said last like, week, three million, probably a good price plus a sell-on, whatever we've got to pay for Man City because there is money we have to pay to Man City. As soon as the window shut, you ramp up the negotiation talks and get it sorted because he could have a Liam Shaw-style situation if he goes international, and we don't want that again
0: yeah I'd potentially take i've thought about this more, and because of the year on the contract I would potentially take two
1: yeah
0: I'd take two uh, for it and then you're making depending on the sell on size like you're making a million and a half that is a lot of money at league one level, right yeah the only reason i I'd, I'd, I'd value a player that highly when you're in league one is because he's at the prime age for everything potential wise yeah. you do need to get a return on him otherwise you might as well just but get then another you year also Whack
1: on. But you also then whack on a twenty to thirty-five percent sell-on fee.
0: You just you try your best with it because yeah, you are. It is a case of do you just risk it for a year? Do you remember when there was talks about somebody coming in for Windass for like two or three million?
1: Well, Um, there is a talk about yeah, no, no. I mean last season.
0: I mean last season when there was talks of somebody coming in for him for two or three million, and we said I think even four to five. It's like what is he worth to you? And he was and Chancer was like, well, five because his yeah. goals obviously got injured, but like his goals for us, like yeah, he's worth to us five because that's the price of his goals, you know, coming, how do you replace him? Yeah. So, Delhi Basher, we've got a strong midfield. So if we have to sell him, that is football, you know, but um, yeah. I feel like this could be, this could relate quite heavily to what we're going to talk about next. So there's been a little bit of a tampering going on. Allegedly. Mm. This is from Examine Live again. Um, Quote, angry Sheffield Wednesday boss, Darren Moore addresses his transfer interest in Owl Stars. There have uh, This is from the... So they, they had an interview with him. Yeah. And the questions asked were, quote, are there offers on the table for any existing Wednesday players? There have been... In, um, and Darren Moore says, there have been inquiries and we are trying to keep that at bay. Can you shed any light on who? No, obviously. Um... It, the question was raised, how significant are those players? The reply was, they're important players in terms of what we want to do this season. Very important players. When you get the results and we're performing as we are doing, I can understand it. Hopefully we're giving them something to show this is where they want to stay and they'll continue and continue doing what we're doing. But we know football. The question was then raised to him, have those players indicated in any way they want to leave? And then Darren replies, not the players, but I can't speak for their advisors. The players have been very good. (laughs) And then he was asked, how confident are you that you can keep the squad together? And he replied, as of now, I'm confident in keeping the squad intact, but I also understand that 24 hours in football is a long time. We're trying to build something here. They have to, uh, they have, and we want them to be a part of it. But I understand football and that's where we are. I've spoken to their advisors and made it all perfectly clear The players are fine. It was then asked to him, is it frustrating as a football manager that agents do have an influence on your job and trying to keep everyone together? And then Darren replies... It's part and parcel of football. As long as the players remain professional and keep that consistency, that's what I believe going forward. When advisors come to me and notify me that players are available, I go straight to the manager and ask if that player is available. There was an incident two weeks ago where a player came up, a very good player who would have been excellent for us. I went straight to the manager and he said, no chance. That's how I work. As I understand it, where we're concerned here, that's not been the case. It's making sure we keep this group together and give them a vehicle in terms of what we're trying to build at this club. There is a lot of work to be done and we have to keep building. He was then asked, have there been some tactics to try and unsettle your players? There are more replies. I believe so, I understand that's football. Hopefully the transfer window can finish and we keep everyone intact. We've worked extremely hard to get the balance of this squad right and what we have to do now is get the consistency. Part of the reason I wanted to do our business early was to get that continuity. And we want the window. We just want the window to shut now. But the window is still open. I bet when I get back to the car, my phone will still be ringing. I took a call this morning from an agent this morning, offering the players, offering players, and they know I never take calls on match days. That's the importance of it. So, end quote. It's a really good, really good interview there at the end yeah. of it. So people have been tapping up our players, basically. Not yep. amazing. It happens.
1: To be fair, I would hate to be on the end of one of those interview or kind of messaging from Darren Moore because it would be na- it would be nice to a point up until kind mm. of thing. Uh, he doesn't crop me the kind of person you want to get on his bad side.
0: No, I think I think it's um, you hear it's it happening cr- in football all the it's time. It's
1: also a credit to how well we're doing if people are wanting our players.
0: Yeah, I think we. I think you forget that. You keep adding to the squad, and then you forget that players do go the other way. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll never forget when Antonio was sold. Yeah, and I just felt the world break at that moment. I was like,
1: "What are we doing?" It's, an, it's annoying because he didn't want to leave. Joe Gray said he can go.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah. That was a great move, wasn't it? Yeah. Where is he now?
1: Um, exactly.
0: So. I think, I think the players are probably Deli Bashir's advisors trying to get him off. Yeah. Maybe. I, I think, think, one I think of it's them, Josh Windass as well, probably. somebody.
1: the one with Josh Windass, Josh Windass doesn't put the Instagram post he did at the end of a no. game. I think that was a bit of a method to his agent going, sod off.
0: Exactly, because let's talk about that. Then there's direct. There's a direct link with Josh Windass in all of this. Um, there could be other players that are linked to as well. I know the journalists are currently digging into that. We've yeah. not heard specifics yet. We've heard rumblings, but also to uh,
1: noticed Darren Moore kind of also said at the journalist, "Well, you're not doing your job. You've been doing very well with what's in, but you haven't done out about coming out." He said, and he kind of did a sly digging, it was kind of funny. <laughs>
0: Yeah, not, either, not in the way. I think it's because, in, in fairness, a lot of the uh, j- the local journalists look at the positivity around the club yeah, as well. That like, so So there is that. that. Like. Um, so the star, right? Um, and quote, this is the headline of the article. Sheffield Wednesday's Josh Windass attracts Middlesbrough interest in the final days of the transfer window. The key bit of this article is the star understands that the Chris, Wild- Chris Wild is an admirer of the 28-year-old who was subject of interest from Argentina early in the s- summer. Wednesday have rebuffed all attempts to sign Windas in the past, and it's thought that they would do so again if any offers came in, especially given how important he could be in the promotion for this season, end quote. They'd have to pay a lot of money for him at this stage.
1: Oh, yeah. Very much so.
0: And I don't think he wants to leave. No. Um, we, w-
1: we would have to do a Jordan Rhodes on them. They want Windass, eight million. Mm. There you go. Yeah,
0: eight million pounds for Josh Windass because
1: and you've got to remember he got a year left he's also got an in an extra year.
0: And one of his best mates has just walked in the door.
1: Exactly. Like the the Instagram post was something along the line of "it great playing football with your mates" kind of yeah. thing. And he's loving. You can tell he's loving. He got he. The thing is, what people don't give Jock Windass a lot of credit for, he's actually very intelligent. He reads a lot. He's very well spoken. He, and the thing is. There'll be bits of Somebody that. Somebody will whole... reply
0: to that with you with the Rangers interview he gave a long time ago. I know, time I've, ago, seen, but
1: I've seen, I've seen that he, he was a young lad when he was at Rangers, I will give you that. You mean the omelette situation? Yeah,
0: yeah, yes. Carry on, carry on. Um,
1: I think, it, okay, I thought he matured since then. No, he
0: definitely has, yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, but the thing is, what you've got is that you've got a player who obviously must have been talking to Wilkes. Like, he, he, well known, they're very good mates. In the interview, mm. he even turned around and says, "Wilt, well, I know Josh for a long time. And they must have been both excited to, to do it. And also, Wendy, you could have done something with, like, a WhatsApp message between those two for the announcement. That would have been awesome. But just saying. The thing is, with the whole situation with the player. it's great when people are coming into the player because it means your squad is doing very well. It means people liking what you're doing. My number one concern would be a little bit left player, but also keeping hold of Darren Moore. I know Darren Moore wants to stay, but Darren Moore's dot will be rising as well. When I heard Sunderland looking for new manager, I was like, ah, that annoys me. Because he you know what I mean? It's that whole thing of trying to keep party happy.
0: I don't and- think it'd be a good idea for Darren Moore to move on now. Because no. the thing that's different with here and Donny is he's got a chairman that, I know the chairman backed him at Donny in certain regards but we've got a bigger capability of backing him here. Yeah. And he's finally got a chance with this squad, you know. He's got a real chance. Yeah. Whereas I don't know, Sunderland too, but you are he's going to find it when he gets in the championship with any club. You've got that FFP is going to hit you hard no matter how much you want to be yeah. backed. So,
1: it it's going to it's going to be interesting, but I it can't kind of, that whole thing where I'm flattered teams are coming into our our player, but can you not? I, I like Darren, I'd like the window to be shut sooner than later. But like I said, we're probably missing a reserve goalkeeper and I still say a centre back or maybe a lone striker.
0: Do you think Windows will go?
1: No, I think he'll stay. I'll put my neck out on the lane and stay staying.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's going. I, I I can't see it. Why would he need why would he want to? Yeah. Obviously Middlesbrough are a good club, but I just don't, I don't know. There's a a real feel good around this squad at the minute. And I do worry about us. I think we do put our foot down and not let players go because you've got to kind of keep it here. Unless they're kicking up a fuss, but none of these players seem to be kicking up a fuss. They seem to be enjoying it. You know?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: It's when the heads go down and they start being bad influences on the rest of the team. And we had that. There was a lot of rot at this club. If you look back on it now, the last few championship years, the, the rot had fully set in. Yeah, and Darren definitely. Moore's done a really good job of resetting that. And it's good to see. Um, so, yeah, I think Windass will stay. <laughs> God, can you imagine the bad takes. Gregory and Windass leave before the window shuts. <sighs> Jake, just before we do go into the next matches. Yes. Is there anybody you think we should loan out? Like Alex, Alex Hunt, maybe. Back to Grimsby. Yeah, Alex
1: Hunt. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one. Him back yeah. to Grimsby, Probably Ryan Gavlin. Galvin. Galvin. Galvin, I don't know why I always say I it know, yeah. well, It's me.
0: Um, so. <laughs> I don't think Alex Hunt's going to get into this midfield.
1: I don't think he's going to get into this midfield. And I, I'm going to... As much as I said, he probably will be about... I don't think he may have a career at Wednesday.
0: I'm starting to after feel then. that. I'm starting... He needed a break in quicker, didn't he? Mm, We've got yeah. such a good midfield. Um, yeah, because we're going to... The next episode will be after the window shut, so it'll be more of a review yes. on things, but... I think we could do with, uh, With if in terms of loan outs, probably be a you good You either one. loan
1: him out or you get a fee for him and say that's it because you've got a midfield here that's going to be here for a while and I don't see how he gets in.
0: Mm, I agree. Sadly. Yeah, it's sad but it happens, you know, it, unless he can really kick on with this loan spell. He probably needs yeah. to go on loan to another, another League One club and see if he can cut it.
1: Yeah, I kind of said he probably needs to go to like a Morecambe.
0: Yeah, or in Ex- Exeter or something. You see know. if he
1: can run their midfield.
0: Yeah. Because Give it a go. We've not
1: seen it yet, have we?
0: We've already loaned Brennan out. Yeah, I think he's probably the only one who goes out on loan. Yeah. Because I... Let's talk about the next match. Papa John's trophy. We're against Bradford. Tonight, the night of this podcast. No, there's no watch-along. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm out this evening doing some work. So... There will not be a watch along for this one, um, but do you want to start seeing Kadutamari in these fit pictures fixtures? Because I kind of do.
1: Yes, I do because I want to see him get some game time, because it the the perfect opportunity for him to play and just get some minutes under the belt and see what he can do. League two opposition will be a good test for him as well. Um, it's but then again, you look, he did play Louis Cook. Who only signs like a day or two before. Yeah. So he will use them. So it's a pro- there's strong possibility that he might do it.
0: I'd like to see it. Um, it's Bradford come into this. They've got uh, Andy Cook's their top scorer with three goals. He's also got an assist. Yep. So I was going to say what,
1: this was the yeah. Silaso competition, but he's not here anymore.
0: Yeah, he's not. He's not, is he? But um, their form. Doesn't really matter, it's the Papa John's trophy, yeah. so we won't we won't go into their form too much. But they are obviously lower league opposition. We'll see how they get we, we get on against them. Um O'Donnell O'Donnell's still there? No, he's gone no, to Rochdale. He, got to he up there. was he was at Rochdale, of course he was. We played him there. Um, I knew there was an O'Donnell link somewhere. Um yeah. we talked about that on the you see how much my brain's retaining at the minute. Yep. It's fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, I I'd like to see us give it a go in this year. If, we're, if we might as well, or at least give the younger I players some said proper for I'd like, options I'd like for to it. see
1: us have a go in the cup competition just for, A, good money for the club, and B, it'd be nice to win something.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've not seen Wednesday wit- lift a trophy that wasn't a playoff final trophy. Yeah. That's really uh, depressing. No,
1: I've, I've, I've seen them very, very young. 1991.
0: Yeah, I wasn't alive.
1: I know you weren't.
0: Um, so, yeah, it would be nice to lift a trophy. Hmm. Because the league, the actual league title is going to be difficult this year because Ipswich and Portsmouth are going for it.
1: Yeah.
0: So we'll have to see how that one goes. But let's go on to our next league opposition. We're at Hillsborough again and we're against Barnsley. So Barnsley coming to this fixture with uh, 16th this in league three, one at the minute. This
1: is a three o'clock kickoff as well. It is. Which it I'm is. sure, I know it's not the Derby, in a sense, but normally South Yorkshire Police have a di- have an issue with this unless we ju- it's been an overcast. it traffic. slipped under
0: radar, yeah. It's not really,
1: it's a South Yorkshire <laughs> Derby, but that's
0: about it. Uh, for me, it's not, a, it's just a, Oh, you can't say anything like that. You can't say it's like it's just another fixture, can you? Because people always have their opinions yeah. on it. I'm not bothered about it the, in the same way I would be if it was Sheffield United yeah. or Leeds rocking up. Yeah, Let's definitely. just say that. Um, but it's going to be one that they want to win. They want to obviously make sure that they're at the right end of this table. They're currently 16th, so they need to pick it up a little bit. They've got seven points so far. Two wins, one draw, three losses. It's not going amazingly for them as they've found themselves relegated. The home record is 2 Zero one, one so they've got two wins and one loss. Their away record is abysmal, though, and they're coming to Hillsborough. They've not won away from home. They've got one draw and two losses, so one point, one point on the road. Hopefully we can keep it at that and we can get the three points from this one. And um, They've got a minus one goal difference. They've conceded eight this season. Their last match was a two-all draw with it switched down. How do you think we'll get on in this one? What are you thinking?
1: I think we'll win it, but it can be a... Ta- it can be- it can be a tighter con- contest that I feel it can be a tight contest personally, just because because of, of, there might be a bit more up for it because of what the game is. And it, you know what, you know what I mean. Some of those games do do that. Like I'm looking at like they Luca Canelli used to be at Bolton, went to Celtic, come back down. Um, I think Devante Cole was a Wednesday player at one point. I may be wrong on that one. Uh, but we got we got a situation where we can do well here. And you got remember they are a club who now. They are in that rebuilding stuff with a new manager. Got yeah. Michael Duck came in. It's a new mind, a new idea, new trying to figure it out. Hopefully, get a win because we got the good home record. And the more, the less we talk about that, the better. But they will get back into came, game. I think I think the Barnsley the It's Week game. If I'm not correct, mistake. I think they were losing that game and they came back two two. So be interesting.
0: I want us to win this for a for for one specific reason, and it's calling oh. out a very very inside joke with a friend of mine, but I'll make it very public i've a mate of mine he's not really into football, right right but he used to say for years if i if I did support a football team, it'd be Wednesday. I'd take him into a few games he'd gone to a few Wednesday games on his own just for a, just you know just to see him yeah he he met his fiance a few years ago, her dad's a Barnsley fan. He now goes to Barnsley games most weeks with him as a bonded experience and he's a massive Barnsley fan. And he's, not re- he's still not really into football. So I constantly, at every opportunity, remind him that he, that I was like, so you're a Barnsley fan, but if you were to be a football fan, you'd be a Wednesday fan. Is that correct? So okay, I, I got would got like
1: something to say bit- got, got I got something very similar then, which is weird. My brother-in-law, we used to go to football games with his manager who he worked with, who was a Rotherham fan. So he'd go watch Rotherham. He's now with a lass who's a Barnsley fan and goes religiously to home and away games to Barnsley games. Yeah,
0: I've got his wedding next <laughs> month. I've got his wedding next month. Um, <laughs> I'll make sure I mention it at some point. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. No community topics this week. We will delve Thanks. into them soon. So make sure you keep them coming in the Discord. But uh, and also leave us some reviews. We yeah. did check the reviews. There's not been any. Go leave us all the reviews. If yeah, you right. How many times have you listened to this podcast now and you've not gone on Podchase or Apple Podcast and just left us a few nice words and a five star? Go do it. Thank you. Um, But yeah, that's it for this week's episode of Talking Wednesday All From Me. Have you got anything to add, Jake?
1: Take care of yourselves and we'll see where we're at as a club at the end of this window and hopefully we'll still got the key players we want.
0: Yeah, big roundup episode next episode so it'll be fun to talk about. But that is it for episode 81 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Take care of yourselves and we'll see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday.
1: See ya.